get your water. Okay, I, I got I got one over there. Okay, we are rolling and just go for the name and spelling. Okay, um, Emma, say your name and Emma, then spell it. Emma Evans, E M M A E V A N S. Thank you. That's great. Um, where and when were you born? I was born in Hope Sound, Florida, March 27, 1936. Okay. Talk a little bit about your parents and maybe your family background. Well, my parents lived in Miami at the time when I was born, but when I, after I was, I, my mother came up here and gave birth, and then she took me back to Miami for a while, and then she brought me back to my grandmother, and my brother and I lived with my grandparents and went to school up here. Okay. Um, was your family from Miami? No. My mother was from Starks, Florida. My daddy was born in Fort Pierce. Okay. Um, what did your parents do for a living? My mother worked as a domestic worker, and my father did landscaping. Okay. Um, talk about your brothers and sisters. Only had one brother, and he, he left home at an early age and then went into the Marines. He came back, and then he went to Detroit. He moved. He just moved around for a while. Mm -hmm. Then he finally came back, and he became a deputy for Martin County Sheriff's Department for a while. Cool. Okay. Um, you said that you were brought up by your. You lived with your grandparents until I was about seven or eight years old. Talk a little bit about your grandparents. Well, my grandfather worked for the Paysons over on Jubilee Island. But my grandmother just stayed home, and she had a, a little farm down in, in the back. And that was about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But they were very much into that church, because we had uh, church suppers mm -hmm. every weekend out on the side of A1A there where the, where the sidewalks are. And they made ice cream and sold sandwiches and peanuts and stuff every weekend. And tell us the name of the church. Allen Temple AME Church. Okay. Um, were there any other relatives who might have been important, especially in your early life? I had an aunt that lived with my grandparents. She never married until she was about 70 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, talk about the house that you grew up in. What was it like? How many rooms did it have? Well, now, uh, I really can't remember exactly how many rooms because it was like the house we lived in in Miami. I think it had like four rooms. And then my grandmother's, might have been five or six. Mm -hmm. And then we, my parents moved over here and it was about four or five room house too, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what are some of your earliest or maybe most prominent memories of being here in the area? I used to have to get up early in the morning and walk from up there all the way out here to Dunbar to go to school. Mm -hmm. and, and how long did that take? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know it didn't take you long because you half scared to death, so you heard up and got got close to where there was somebody around. <laughs> so
So was the area, it wasn't as built up as it is now? No, it wasn't number woods. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, we just mentioned that. Talk about Hope Sound as you were growing up. What was it like here? Well, there wasn't too many jobs. If in the wintertime, you worked on Jubilee Island, but in the summertime, if it wasn't no construction work going on, then it really wasn't nothing for women to do. It was just men. Mm -hmm. so. And how about the neighborhood that you lived in? What was it like? Were there a lot of houses? Were there it kids was, in the area? It was five houses in the neighborhood where I lived until we moved in with my grandfather. And then that was up in Gomez, which is now North Hope Sound. Mm -hmm. And then it was a few more houses. But when, when we lived down by the church, it was only five houses there. Well, actually it was six, because down in the back, there was what they call, my mother used to say it was a chicken coop. And it was an old man that lived there named Mr. Bowler. Ah. I don't know what it would become of him, but Mr. Bowler used to live down there. Hmm. Um, how about your childhood friends that lived in your neighborhood? Well, like I said, there where we were, it was only five houses, and there were the Preston boys, and it was some more boys that lived there, but I don't remember their names. They moved away mm -hmm. shortly after. And um, did you attend church? All the time. And Back in those days, you didn't miss. Mm -hmm. And you went to the, tell us the, the church. To that Allen Temple AME right there. Mm-hmm, okay. We used to call it on the curve because of the way the road goes. Mm -hmm. They call it the curve, the mm -hmm. church on the curve. And you would attend almost every day? Every weekend. Mm-hmm, okay. Um, and then sometimes at night, because they, they had something going on at night, Grandma was there and we had to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, where'd you go to school? I went to Dunbar. I went to, I don't re remember the name of it, but we had a school up in Gomez. I went there, and then I went to Stewart Training School. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite teacher? Do you remember a, one of your teachers? I can remember a few of them, but they weren't really my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> no favorite teacher. Um, what's your strongest memory of school? Algebra. Okay. Because I could not figure out how I could equal PRT. <laughs> I couldn't either. Um, did you have any idea of what you might want to do after school? I just wanted to leave Hope Sound and become successful mm -hmm. and then come back to visit my family on vacation. And that was it. Okay. But I never made it that far. <laughs> you never made it that far. Um, what, did, what did you have a job as a young person after you got out of school? Oh well, yeah, when I got out of school, I had a job because mm -hmm. I got pregnant just as, as I was graduating, and it was no such thing as you wasn't gonna have no job. Mm -hmm. So what did you do? Okay, I cooked. Okay, on the island. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, who did you cook for on the island? I cooked for the Bulgers, I cooked for 
I cook for divines. I cook for Errol Harriman. So many of my children can't remember all of them. Mm -hmm. um, as you were getting into adulthood, did you have friends then? And kind of what did you do with your friends? I didn't have too many friends. I didn't have time. I had to work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because um, if you didn't, if you didn't have a job to go to, my daddy took you to work in the yard. So you didn't have time to play around. So you went to work. Mm -hmm. um, talk about your current family, children, grandchildren. I've got four daughters living. I had one son, he got killed. My four daughters, one just moved to South Carolina. The one lives in Fort Pierce, one lives in Port St. Lucie, and one lives here in Hope Sound. Okay. Um, are you still active in the church? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what church do you go to now? I go to uh, Winter Beach Church of Christ. Okay. Um, and what does the experience of going to church mean to you now? It means a lot to me because we can't do it without God. Okay. Um, as you grew up, um, we kind of want to know how national and world events affected your life, if it did. Um, did you know, you were born kind of during the Depression, right? so you knew people who lived during the Depression. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've heard my parents talk about it. Talk about that a little bit. Well, how it was just jobs really didn't exist. Mm -hmm. I can remember my mama cleaning a house for 50 cent. Mm -hmm. And this, this wasn't supposed to be during the Depression. It was just that times were just that hard. Right, right. And she didn't go by herself. I had to go with her, and I didn't get nothing out of that 50 cent. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and how about World War II? Was your family affected by World War II? Yeah, my daddy went to went to Army, but he soon figured a way to get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what about Vietnam? Uh, did you know people who served in the army during Vietnam or were affected by the war? Well, my my husband and my brother both were in the Korean War. Okay, so they were before Vietnam. Uh, did your husband go overseas? Oh yeah, his feet were frozen over there. So he was in Korea. Mm -hmm. My brother did too. Mm -hmm. um, did you participate in any of the um, movements of the 1950s or 60s or 70s? No. No. Okay. Um, did you experience any type of discrimination, both as you were growing up and as an adult? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had a, a paper route. That, I don't know if you remember the paper called The Grit. Mm -hmm. We used to sell The Grit, and the people we we only had the one customer, and they were at the, where the mobile station is there. They lived there and ran that, and they moved away up to to uh, Golden Gate. So we used to ride the bicycle up there to deliver that paper, and it was a boy out by the Marriott's place. It's called Chase now, I think. Mm -hmm. 
There was a boy out there one day, and my mother and I were going walking, going down to the post office, and he started calling us nigger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time my mother heard me curse. Mm -hmm. And and you did go to Stewart Training School, mm -hmm. so you went to school before desegregation. Right. Okay. They used to have one school bus for the blacks, and the bus driver was Mr. Jonas. Mm -hmm. Mr. Jonas had to pick up the children in Hope Sound, Indian Town, Hope Moyaka, Jensen Beach, Port Salerno. Mm -hmm. He had to pick up everybody. Mm -hmm. He'd go to Port Moyaka pick up the high school and elementary, bring the elementary back to Indian Town and drop them off. Wow. Yeah. And then take the high school kids to Center Stewart. Um, how would you say the world has changed since you were young? It's changed a lot because they, they took, um, you can't chastise your children now. So children are just running wild. And then when you, when you go to them about them, they don't do anything about them. They feel like that's your situation. So you're stuck. You'd rather have it the other way. Thank God I had mine before they changed it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Out, of, out of the five children that I had, my son was a supervisor for a construction company. I've got one daughter has a, a, a degree in accounting, but she doesn't do that. She works in the finance department at RSC. I've got a daughter who's a nurse, and I've got a daughter that just retired from RSC. Nice. So I feel like I did pretty good. Out, mm -hmm. of, out of five, I had four that were really professional. Mm -hmm. Did she teach at RSC or? No, she doesn't teach that. She just helps children get the financing. Great. That's great. All right, we want to talk a little bit about the um, Allen Temple AME Church. Um, you said your family members went there. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you remember about the number of families that were there and the services that were held at the church and the events? Well, it, it, was, it wasn't that many families that went there, but they, they, they really wanted to move out here because they felt like it would prosper better by moving out here. So they finally found a way to do it. You mean move the church? Out here, right. Uh huh. And that's how the cemetery got deserted, just mm -hmm. by them moving out here. Where, you mean they, tell us where they moved to. So I don't know the name of the street. It's right around the corner down there. Okay. Um, can you? I think she's referring to they moved here to Banner Lake. That's what I'm. Right. That was what I was trying to get to. <laughs> I, I was trying to remember the name of the street, but I can't remember the name of the street. Comus. Comus. Okay. Okay. So go ahead and ask that question. Um, where exactly did they move to? Not necessarily the street, but the area that we call that area now? I don't know what they call it other than just Hope Sound. Okay. That, not, what I was trying to get at was Banner Lake, but that's okay. Oh. So we could I identify say, it. I don't even think of Banner Lake. I just say Hope Sound. Hope Sound. Okay. Um, 
Do you remember any of the church leaders and who were the pastors? Oh, I can remember back when I was a child growing up, we used to have a, a presiding elder named J.B. Blake. Mm -hmm. He was from West Palm Beach. And then later on, we had uh, Elder Hunt. I can't remember okay. the ones in between, but I can remember those two. Okay. Um, how large do you remember the original church being? And what? how would you describe it, the inside of it? I used to sit and count the water spots in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was small. It wasn't, wasn't much bigger than this room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very small. And how about the inside? Were there pews or benches? Or? Pews, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, was there more than one room in the church? No, just that one room. One room, that was it. Okay. Um, do, you re do you remember any families or people who were buried in the cemetery? I can remember some of them. Uh, my daddy's mother's there. Mm -hmm. That was Ruby. I think her name was Holland, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. And then my granddaddy, which was my daddy's father, Sidney Holland, he's there. Mm -hmm. My grandmother, not my grandmother, my, uh, my husband's aunt, Lila Washington, Lila Rosia Washington, mm -hmm. she's there. Her first husband is there. I don't know where his grave is, but I know he's there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I've got an uncle there, Sidney. Not that Sidney was my grandfather. Spellman was my uncle. Mm -hmm. They're both there. And then you got uh, Lara Bell. She was a Haslam. I think her last name was Johnson. Uh -huh. when, she, when she passed, she was a Johnson. And there were so many others, I can't remember all of them. Some people that, that have got to be buried there, but I don't. I can't remember mm -hmm. all the names. There was a, a man, Mr. B.J. Lily, Lily, her last name was Hunter. So there were a lot of people. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people. Were any of those people moved when the church moved out here, or do you know of that? Yes, yeah, some of them was moved. Mm-hmm, okay. Um, Was the cemetery on land behind the church? Yes. Okay. And how close were the graves to the church? Mm, it was a pretty good little distance in between them. Mm -hmm. So it was more than 100 feet? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Um, after the church, do you remember when the church burned down? Oh, yeah. Okay. After the church burned down, um, what happened to the cemetery? Well, even before the church burned down, because they had tried once before and it didn't, they weren't successful. Then they went back and finished it. But when they moved out here, they just forgot about the cemetery. Mm -hmm. But I can remember as a child, there used to be days when 
the, the whole community would get together and go down there and clean that graveyard. But once they moved out here, they forgot everybody was up there. Mm -hmm. So when you were uh, younger and the church was active, they would take care of the graveyard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you would help do that? Sure. Mm. Interesting. There was no such thing as you didn't have to go. Mm -hmm. See, that's the difference in today's children and when I grew up. Nowadays, the kids say, well, I'm not going down there. But when I was growing up, if mama or daddy said, let's go, you went. Mm -hmm. And you worked when you got there. Right. And you said you remembered the church burning. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit, what you remember? I just remember that it burned. I don't, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know the details okay. of it. Okay. Um, that's pretty much everything I have, but um, is there anything you'd like to add to what we've talked about today? Some memories that are particularly, you're particularly fond of, or some things that maybe we missed? Well, uh, up where Loblolly is now, the Faz lived up there, and uh, Gilbert Miller's mother lived up there, and another, uh, Kaya Thompson, he lived up there, and then finally, they all just kind of left out because Loblolly started buying up, up in there, and then, uh, Parson Lundy. I, I remember from the, the corner of the street, the street that goes across A1A there. Petway? Uh, no, not Petway. That's up, up further up to the, the next railroad crossing. Dolly Street. No. Road. No, that's not Dolly Street. It's further up than that. By the, uh, uh, you know, East Ridge? By East Ridge there, that, that South, South Branch, Osprey. No, Osprey is further than, yeah, further than that one. But I can't remember it now. Sea but that might be it. That might That's be it. That's up by the track. Right. But when you when the where that road comes to an end, you have to turn right or you can go up a little ways and you go into a development over there. Well that first development that was uh Parson Lundy's property. And I, he had other property, but I, I know that was one section that he had. This isn't on my list of questions. I'm just curious, because um, we've talked to a couple of people the other day, and now we're talking to you. And you've lived here since 1936. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. What was the um, relationship in, in numbers between blacks and whites? You had a few, but it wasn't too much. There were a few whites and more blacks? A few, few whites that would, you know, kind of associate with the blacks. Yeah. But it wasn't many. Yeah. But were there, was the community more white or more black? Was it equal? But, but yeah, it was about, about equal. About equal? Yeah. Okay. It just. 
cemetery there before the church was built in 1915. And I think we've discussed this before. Do you, do you know if the, the cemetery know if was first or the church was first? I think the church might have been Lord, but I'm not sure. But uh, there again, like, like I said, the white people just took over from the black people owning the property. Because uh, further down, my husband's aunt had a big orange grove. I don't know how many acres of land she had. Then Lily Hunter had a property there. And, and uh, my aunt, just gave her property away for a fruitcake and a, and a, a box of chocolate-covered cherries. Some people from So, so the, the black people who lived here early on owned that own property? They even owned some on Jupiter Island. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. And basically that was eventually the, as White people came in and started they to develop. They just took over. They, they just took, took over. property. Yeah, because my husband's aunt, you know, she, we would come home in the evenings and go up there to see her, and she'd be talking about how these good, nice white people had been to see her, and they bought her some candy, and they bought her a fruit cake, the little Claxton fruit cakes. Mm -hmm. and, and then all of a sudden, they stopped coming, and we found out why. They had bought her property from her. But she didn't even have enough money to pay her taxes, so that she couldn't have gotten much out of it. Mm -hmm. And then, ironically, they moved off of Jupiter Island. I don't know where they moved to, but I know they left Jupiter Island. Oh, and they were from Jupiter Island, those mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's. Okay. Uh, if you talk, can you talk about uh, McLean Quarters? Uh, Before you start, could you mention his name? Like say... John McLean? Yeah. Okay, McLean Quarters, that, that was the development right next door to the cemetery and the church property there. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the pl place where I was talking about, it had like five houses. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was the, the man that owned the, owned the houses, he lived up front. Then in back of him, my grandmother lived and in back of her was Marjorie Preston and her boys. And then there was uh, Rosalie and Head. They lived in a house over adjacent to Marjorie. And we lived up in front of Rosalie and Head. Okay. Yep. And that was called McLean? McLean Quarters, they called it. Do I get to live there? My mother's maiden name was McLean. Well, you <laughs> might, might be related, but check it out. <laughs> Some of the When and where were you born? Talk about your parents and your family background. Describe the house in which you grew up. 
What are a few of your earliest or most prominent memories? Describe Hope Sound as you were growing up. Talk about the neighborhood that you lived in. Did you attend church? Which one? Talk about your experiences as a child at church. Where did you go to school? Did you have a favorite teacher? Uh, what is your strongest memory of school? When you finished school or as you were going to school, did you have an idea of what you wanted to do after you got out of school? What was your first job? As you grew up, how did national and world events affect your life, particularly the Depression? How did World War II affect your life? Were you or any of your family members in the Vietnam War? Were you or any of your family members in the Korean War? Did you participate in any of the movements of the 1950s or 60s or 70s? Did you experience any type of discrimination? And how would you say the world had changed since you were young? Some questions about the church. Did your family or members of your family or friends attend Allen Temple AME Church? What do you remember about the number of families that might have attended the church? Can you talk about church leaders or some of the pastors who were at the church? What do you remember about the interior of the church, what it looked like, how big it was? Was there more than one room in the church? What do you remember about the cemetery? And were members of your family and friends, were they buried in the cemetery? And do you remember when the church burned and what became of the cemetery after it burned? I think that's about all. Okay. Okay, that was good. Emma, you have... Good recall, Emma. Yeah, you have some great stories and they're fun to listen to. <laughs>